So I don't just like listening to music with a socially conscious message. I like to talk about these things as well. And I do so on the Earnest Thoughts podcast. The Earnest Thoughts podcast is a weekly podcast just like this one where I talk about social issues going on within the world, going on within the United States, life in general, pretty much everything that's outside of music specifically because I have this wonderful podcast for that. So if you want to hear my thoughts on anything outside of the music, check out the Earnest Thoughts podcast. You can check that podcast out and subscribe to it on the same platforms you're listening to this podcast. I appreciate your listening. What up, y'all? It's your man Ernest, or Love Ernest, back again with another episode of the My Two Cents podcast. This week's episode, I am reviewing the latest album from legendary MC Cool Keith with Black Elvis 2, his latest project. Um, It's been years, it's been years since I've heard Cool Keith, (laughs) like it really has. I mean, the last time I've heard him was, you know, his Ultramatic MC days, you know? Uh, that's you know a, a legendary hip hop group that he founded. He's a part of. He's one fourth um, of the members of the group as well. Um, and I, I've been a fan of him since you know since the Ultramatic days. But I'm not gonna lie, that like I've been following dude ever since then. Um, to hear that he is still making music is is dope and. That was part of the joy uh, listening to this album here, um, because you can definitely hear the growth as far as just his his flow. Um, you definitely hear changes. Uh, you definitely hear not just growth within his flow, but just <clears throat> I guess way of thinking as well. <laughs> Even though there there's some things where you know. We can, we can, we'll, I'll talk about it definitely. I mean, you can always share your thoughts about what was going, what was said, or this, that, and the third as well. Um, <clears throat> but as far as the music goes, um, honestly, did not know what to expect too much here. Um, again, I am familiar with Cool Keith, um, but I'm more so familiar with what he did as a collective. Um, alongside with um, the other members. Now, he does have a few voices of the other members of the Ultramatic MC um, on this album as well. Um, But it's not like, it didn't feel like Ultramatic songs because they weren't Ultramatic songs. Or at least, it didn't feel like that because it was mainly just Cool Keith on the majority of the songs on this solo album. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I I still enjoyed what I did enjoy from this album here. It's just when I say I didn't know what to expect, I, you know, it's the 50th anniversary of hip hop. So I honestly was like when I when I first heard that this album was out months ago, right? Or coming out months ago. Um, I'm like, all right, cool. My guy, cool Keith, he's got an album. 
Black Elvis 2. I clearly didn't listen to Black Elvis 1, <laughs> so I don't know what to expect. Um, and, you know, it's it, it will be dope to review uh, such an OG in the game, to listen to and review such an OG in the game, such as a cool key. Um on the 50th 50th anniversary not like the exact day because i didn't get to do that um but you know just on the same year obviously right the the 50th year of hip-hop um so of course and plus it's an album that came out this year so i'm like why not why not review it why not check it out um I wanted to really enjoy it, and in fact, this is probably one of the more uh, confusing albums, now, as far as concepts, because I think he makes himself pretty clear on the majority of the songs, but how I feel about the album is what's really had me like, oh man, because um, honestly, <clears throat> um, I really, I'll get into it, but it's like this album, I, what I'm going to say now is I did have a higher rating for this album, my initial listen. Um, but then after some time and processing it, um, what I, you know, just listened to and everything, it was like, but I don't think this album deserves this high of a rate. All right. Again, I'll get into all of that. Um, but to continue on to talk about the album as well. I mentioned his his flow, um, which is something that I am definitely going to uh, talk a lot about in this review because I think that dude he may not have been the originator of or maybe he's one of the originators of the offbeat flow that sort of kind of works. You know, I, I think about guys like my guy. Uh, you know, big lordy, you know what I'm saying, uh, I think, you know, he, he's, he's offbeat all the dang time, um, but it works, but then you got other rappers such as Lil B, where it's like, it, it never really worked, you know, and that's just my humble opinion, Lil B, you, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta like it, uh, you know, don't curse me or anything or whatever the case is. If the little B curse is still a thing. Uh, but I'm just saying, in my opinion, I don't, I never really liked his offbeat, uh, aspect of it. When Earl Sweatshirt did it, I didn't necessarily like it as well. Um, certain artists can do it and it sounds great. Um, there's a lot of these younger artists out right now. Like I was watching the, the, uh, Cypher, the double XL Cypher only watched it because I thought it was hilarious but <laughs> I was watching that and um there's a lot of offbeat rapping there you know not from everybody but just a lot of offbeat rapping there now it wasn't to my taste now, I'm not saying offbeat rapping cannot be good like it like I said I've heard it done well um you know on this album cool Keith does it well for the most part um, but he definitely, definitely was not rapping on beat. And then I go back and I start to think about the Ultramatic MC songs that I listened to in the past. And especially my favorite one. I'm like, where was he rapping on beat like that? And it's like it was kind of a yes and kind of a no thing. 
So that's why I have it here in my notes. Like he may be one of the originators of the offbeat rapping. Um, but he did it well. He did it well back then, even when he did it a little bit uh, back then. And he did it well enough for me to like it on this album here. Um, but as far as, again, like I was talking about with flows and aspect, I said I was going to bring that up uh, a ton in this review because he does pretty much um, talk about, the, you know, hip hop flows changing and how the the I guess the old heads right he didn't he didn't use that terminology but I'm gonna use that right um he talks about how there's just older fans of hip-hop who I guess he was doing the show and he got booed he got booed out the paint but now he got booed at a show um and he from his standpoint his his you know his his you know opinion about what happened why he got booed out of show was because there were older hip-hop fans that wanted that old school flow that that old school melly mel <laughs> type flow that melly mel flow that uh you know melly mel he uh if you've heard the uh, diss to eminem they wanted that type of flow. Um, now, if you want to know my thoughts about the Melly Mel diss to Eminem, if you were wondering what do I think about it, or this, that, the third, that's why you should follow me on Twitter because I pretty much tweeted about it. But also, if you want to hear, like, if you don't want to do that and go back and look through all my tweets or you just simply don't want to follow me on Twitter, linked in the description box below or post in the description box below. I will have, uh, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it on AMP Radio. AMP Radio um, is another app. <laughs> you know, I'll probably talk more about that. Um, you know, I'll, I'll do a separate little announcement about that. Uh, but uh, there are certain con- music conversations. And since it's going to be like a radio show-ish and I can play music on there, um I was going to use that to have that be somewhat of a subsidiary of the My Two Cents podcast. But again, I'll I'll do the announcement on that. So if you are wondering about, you know, my thoughts about Melly Mel's diss to Eminem or maybe Eminem's response to Melly Mel, um, you know, I will talk about that at AMP, you know, but as far as here, um, I only brought that up only because we know the old school flow, uh, that, you know, if you're a hip hop fan, that super old school, the beginning of the day's hip hop flow that, you know, we, we like to make fun of, or some people just for some reason think that that is the, uh, you know, since it since it was it seemed to be the original flow of how rappers were rapping back in the day, it's like to them that's the golden age, that's the golden era, right? Um, and any other flow different from that um, is whack, and they don't want to listen to it. So, with all that being said, Cool Keith claims that there was just a bunch of old heads in the crowd who. Um, booed him because of that 
but it also seemed as though he performed a sexual song uh, where apparently there was a bunch of kids in the crowd as well. He said he he acknowledges <clears throat> that he had no idea that there were going to be a bunch of kids in the crowd, and therefore, um, I think the song "Sex Styles" is what he he uh, performed. I believe that's the name of the song, right? Um, but he performed that song to, to, and apparently there's there was a bunch of kids and a bunch of old heads, right? I don't know. This is just. I don't know the grandfather hip hop show. I don't know. <laughs> like I don't want to. I don't want to come off as disrespectful. I'm just going <clears throat> based off of <clears throat> his description of this situation because he talked about it on the song "Kindergarten Adults," and what he was pretty much saying was these old heads. The irony, right? They're around the same age as him, if not, you know, they are just as old as he is, right? Um, but he was saying that. They need to grow up pretty much and understand that hip hop has changed over the years. And that old, you know, that old flow does not slide anymore, you know, (laughs) but no, it does. The old flow is not something that rappers do nowadays. Um, and he does that he mentions that and although i mentioned earlier before i do like the flow on this album for the most part it still was he still showed glimpses of an older flow and not as old as you know a melly mel type flow but it was still like it's like he was dissing 80s flow of hip-hop just to latch on to a 90s flow of hip-hop and then he's talking about how it's it's changed y'all yeah it's it's changed the flows have changed for real but we're in 2023 and this is not an older album because he definitely makes references to mask wearing fake asses you know he makes recent day references and this guy really hates fake butts i mean it's clear all over this album that he really does not like the fake booties all right i understand that Uh, but he he makes references a lot to you know mask wearing and that was clearly you know the coronavirus days you know uh 2020 so he makes recent day uh, references all over this album. So this is not a 1993 album. This is a 2023 album. And for you to be as preachy as, well, nobody listens to that old ass flow anymore. That's why I changed. And the old people just didn't like the fact that I changed my flow. And that's why they booed me. And to have that stance and then the next songs, because it seemed as though the few songs after that seemed like you had a 1990 flow. And it's like, you're only a decade. You, you, the flow that you're using, at least part of the flow, not all the time on this album, because he experimented with at least two different flows, a 1990-ass flow and a more so current day flow that was still offbeat, but at least it was in the 2000s. I wouldn't say it was a 2023 flow. This is a 2023 album, but I would not say that it was a 2023 flow. It's still 
gave me older MF Doom type of just rapping on a fire-ass beat. And I will say the production on here is straight up banging. Like, I really do like whoever did the production. I know La Orange did a few songs on here. Or I think he did one song, the intro on here, the first song on this album. Um, and he also designed the album cover as well. So shout out to La Orange. Um, but I don't know if he did more to production on here, but whoever did the production, whether it be a mix of producers or a majority one person, or if the orange did more than just one track, I thought the production on here was really fire. Um, really banging. Um, definitely not. If anything was brand new other than the references, um, if anything was fresh and brand new or at least current or felt current, um, it was the, the, the banging beats. Like it really felt like, and although it did feel a bit more of early 2000s, New York, you know, banging styles or just the bangers and stuff. It's still a sound that I think is, uh, enjoyed by, uh, especially New Yorkers out there, uh, New York hip hop heads, but just myself as well as someone who isn't a New Yorker, right? But enjoys that banging New York sound. Um, but then there's the, there's the, the, I guess the, the, I don't want to call it spacey, but they're space influence type beats. <laughs> there's that stuff in Ultramatic MC or just Cool Keith in general, him being one of the MCs um, in the group. They've always had that, you know, aspect of where we're, we're space travelers, we're this, we're that, where, you know, they've always had that, held that theme about them, especially Keith. He's always held that theme about just being so out of this world and stuff. So they try to keep that theme within all their music. So I'm not surprised that, um, I'm not surprised that I heard that on this album. Was it done well? More, I would say more of my, uh, the songs that I found enjoyable to listen to and more the production was more so of the bangers, the bangers stuff. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily the, the, I guess the spaced tracks, you know? And I love spacey beats. I love all of that. Uh, but it really just depends on how the artist utilizes it. Um, and if the production as well. And although, like I was just praising the production on this album, for the most part, I do really enjoy the production, but not necessarily on every single track on here. Um, you know, it is, it was nice to hear how weird he, he comfortable, yeah, how comfortable he is in, in being just himself. Like it's, it's still like Cool Keith is still someone who, and when I say weird, it's not an insult. It's he's still someone that it can easily be pointed out, despite you know, even if 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 his voice was the same as, even though it's his voice isn't the same. But just as far as listening to him, it's like yo, like I, like I, I like how comfortable he is at just saying how he feels and expressing himself. Um, and I think that's been the thing about Cool Keith, other than Dope Rodman, 
you know, you are going to get dope rhyming on here. Don't get me wrong. Just because I said that the flow is he he sounds a bit. I was pretty much saying he sounds a bit hypocritical. Um, talking about old flows being outdated, yet he uses a older flow in probably almost half of this album. Um, he he doesn't. He he he's not bad. It's not bad rapping. You know what I'm saying? It's still not. It's still not bad rapping. Um, he's still dope, um, and he's still <clears throat> showing that he's one of the more, to me, underrated yet creative, uh, or just unique MCs in hip hop. You know, uh, so I do want to give him that types of props. If it sounds like oh you're going everywhere, you don't. We can't really tell if you like it or not. Um, I told you. <laughs> How does this album make me feel? Uh, or whatever. So I'm just processing everything. But also, 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 um, good. Because that means I'm following my notes. And my notes is really, really, uh, you know, really on that vein, to be honest with you. Um, I will say the features on here, although a lot of older cats as well, um, they were dope. Um, but my favorite feature would have to be Ice-T. Ice-T's feature on the song The Formula was... Uh, it was very, very good to hear that the dude could still... He could still get down. He's still gritty. That playing a cop on a propaganda TV show for many, many years did not, you know... Did not ruin his rap skills. You know, I can't say the same for LL Cool J. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say there but as far as Ice-T um it's still like just dope to hear that he he's he, he could get down he could get down in the studio you know what I'm saying and I know he did music he, he's got his group Final Level and all that other stuff um I believe I reviewed a project of theirs I don't know if it was their last project but I feel, feel like I did a review of Final Level either or um it was dope to hear ice tea on here shout out to him um some of the things some more things that i did not like about this album um was it just seemed very contradictory to be honest with you and this is why and this gets into the meat and potatoes as to why i really was like man i at first this album was rated much higher um than the rating that i have settled on you know because i've settled on a rating it's just this album was initially was rated higher than the uh, than the rating that i will detail to y'all uh but the contradictions literally (laughs) it was that and it was not just the contradictions in the music and, and the lyrics, but just how the music sounded at some point in the album. Again, this is a guy who says, listen, y'all booed me because y'all some immature adults who don't want to grow up. Now, that's a bold statement to make. And that is definitely a critique of, I guess, old head hip hops as someone who calls considers himself an old young nigga. But like that is definitely a critique that I could agree with. Again, in the song Kindergarten or Kindergarten Adults, 
he pretty much was saying y'all was just too old and y'all 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 didn't like the fact that I wasn't on some uh you know clap your hands everybody you got what it takes I'm Curtis Blow and I just want you to know that these are the he wasn't like doing a flow like that or again like a Melly Mel type of flow um and uh you know he, he, he said those folks were just immature and they booed him for that. Now, would I say that they're immature necessarily? Ugh. People like what they like. And I never want to put, you know, now, yeah, there are certain <laughs> times where I do want to put a stamp of that's immature of you to like that or maturity uh, or mature of you to like it, whatever the case is. But people like what they like. If them folks at this show, if he's actually telling the truth, because people would, people would, over embellish things all the time um, because it's like you performed a very sexual song in front of a bunch of kids of course you're going to get booed and you're going to be looked at weirdly and I would look at you weirdly as, and I'm a fan of Cool Key but if he were to perform a sexual song and this is a bunch of kids at these shows now again I'm, I don't even know Cool Keith to have a bunch of kitty kitty floats or kitty kitty songs kid-friendly songs he's got some songs where he's uh you know uh one will call preachy but he is pretty much you know giving off a message um that is more so of a positive one um if you ask me um but i don't think he's ever had like kitty kitty type of songs uh, so I say that with the the you say I say that because it's like well if you bring your kid to a Cool Keith concert, even if it was an ultramatic MC concert with the entire group, I don't I don't see why you would be all like you know my kid is here and you're performing this sexual song. It's because Cool Keith has always made music for adults. That's my that's my thing. It's like he's always made music for adults. Uh, you know, if you were a kid jamming to Cool Keith, it's because you was an old young nigga like me, or who understood, or at least who who knew that some of the lyrics that he was spitting was for adult uh, adult consumption in in the first place, not for kid consumption. You know, it was either that, or you were a youth when he was a youth making music when he was younger making music as well and you grew up with him but to make it seem as though that he's supposed to stay that young in his 20s and stuff forever I think that's stupid yeah it's 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 I could see why one would think that is an immature mindset to have I just think it's straight up dumb now again you could like what you like you could probably like the old flow compared to what you hear on this album or what he's currently what his current flow is you can like that that's not immature to like older flows or whatever the case people like what they like but to have the mindset that people cannot change with times and stuff like that and cool keith made it clear like listen i changed my flow because hip-hop has changed over the years and why would i continue with that old flow that old tired ass flow when hip hop has changed, you know, um, because 
as much as he mentioned it, I told you he's he experiments with a '90s flow. He experiments with a 2000s sound, and he makes 2023, 2000, anywhere between 2020 to 2023 references. So it's like this man is the time traveler that he's always talking about within his music. So to me, he did what he always did. You know, if you ask me, again. He, he did what he always did. He, he didn't do necessarily, when I think about it, it's like, yes, I didn't know really what to expect, but I'm glad he at least, you know, the changes he made was still I, oddly samey enough for me to be like, this is what he always has done, but also different enough to say that this is something brand new and fresh for him. Not necessarily brand new and fresh for the game of hip hop because others, again, have done this before. You know what I'm saying? The offbeat rapping, you know, the big, the boombastic banging um, production. That's definitely a New York sound that, you know, isn't the most relevant, but it has, you know, but it's, it's, it's far, it's, it's much, it's a much younger sound than the, you know, <clears throat> hip hop started out in a park sound. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> the the I guess the what people call the golden era, or you know, the old older heads would say the golden era sound. You know, um, but it's it's pretty much time traveling music, time traveling music. Uh, but again, you know, just to say all of that. This album would not go down as one of my favorites of the year. It would not go down as one of the worst. Um, it would definitely go down as, you know, one of the ones that could have been. And there's another album like that that, that I reviewed on this podcast. It was Odyssey's uh, To What End. It was like, man, this album, I really do want to enjoy this album, but it really just took a dip. It took a dip that I really, really wish it didn't take, you know? And this album is kind of on that vein, kind of, in a way, because it's like, man, like, had you not been really contradictory, to be honest with you, I think that I would have enjoyed listening to the music more. The contradictory aspect of it is, again, you talk about the old flow being tired, and then every single song on this album, and I do really mean every single song on this album, or at least 98% of the songs on this album. He has that repetitive flow where he just says the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And it's like, I guess that's his way of creating a hook since he is rapping off beat and most of the songs don't necessarily have, uh, uh, you know, an organized hook. But Man, those are the moments where you just stay silent, bro. You just stay silent and then you just start ripping again. That's how I would do it. If I was in the studio, to be like, shut up, Keith, shut up. Shut up at this moment. Let the beat ride. Because again, the beats were bangers. Let the beat ride for these, for this 30 seconds, you're saying this repetitive thing over and over and over again. And then songs will start off that way. That would be hella annoying. And again, that's an older flow. It's not super old, like hip hop, you don't stop to the party rock. It's not that old, but it's still older than 2023. 
And it's like, bro, how can you get on these folks? And then you do this. And again, you a time traveler. I get it. You're a time traveler, bro. I get it. But this flow is annoying. This whole, I'm going to repeat this thing 15 times before I start rapping. And this is the beginning of the song. And it's like, come on, man. A minute has gone by. You haven't said anything other than, you know, whatever the fucking song title is. And you ain't got to fucking repeat it. I'm Black Elvis. Black Elvis Presley. Black Presley. Black. You ain't got to repeat that. Come on, man. Now I'm getting frustrated. And this is why... (laughs) This is why... I said that my feelings is like at first, again, like I said, when you get past that, the rest of the song is so damn good for the majority of the songs. But then when you, again, you cannot, this is a 16 track album. You can't, even if it was less than that, I would still be annoyed, but you can't have an album as long as this. Expect people to listen to it over and over again and be satisfied with listening to a fucking repetitive beginning or whatever, whatever, something being repeated 15 to 20 times before you start actually saying something different. Ah, man. Before I get, before I make myself hate this album, because I don't, <laughs> I don't watch how to be the case. I'll just get into the rating, all right? So, like I said earlier, I gave this rating a higher rating, my initial listening. And then after thinking about it, I'm like, you know what, Ernest? If all these thoughts are coming to your mind because you don't feel comfortable giving this album a straight up blank out of 10 then obviously it doesn't deserve this high rating what it deserves though is this six out of 10 and that's my the final rating that i settled on because i didn't feel comfortable giving it a higher rating than that when i was like it could have been that had all these annoyances not either been on this album or they've been done to a minimum and they weren't. It wasn't. That's why I encourage people to listen to albums more than once. And also encourage people to fully process your thoughts. Don't go based off of initial hype. Initial hype will get you to rate an album high as hell. And then you go back to listen to it some other time. And it's like, ooh, yeah, what was I thinking? Right? Or the complete opposite. Initial hatred of an album could possibly get you to not like an album and then you go back and listen to it and you're like wow i really trashed this album but it's really not as bad as i initially thought it was or you can be like me and most of the time you know that how you feel but you just want confirmations on your feelings and stuff so i don't know but that's that that's my thoughts on this album here that is the end of this review if you've listened to cool keys black elvis too let me know your thoughts let me know your thoughts by sending in a voice message or you can send me a message or comment on twitter and instagram both in the description box below if you haven't checked out this album though i still encourage you to check it out especially if you are a fan of hip-hop if you're a fan of cool key um if you want something simply just new to listen to uh listen to this album straight up um 
check out the links in the description box below get yourself some official my two cents podcast merch in the description box below as well check out the other links that will help support me paypal cash app venmo if you want to support monetarily um and there's also another link. Any amount is greatly appreciative as well. If you're a Zelle person, you know, uh, to all my Zelle folks out there, you prefer, you know, using Zelle. Hit me up on, again, Twitter or Instagram and um, DM me, you know, so I can give you my phone number. You can, you know, Zelle, whatever you want. <clears throat> again, any amount is appreciative in that aspect. But you don't have to support monetarily. You don't have to give off your money. You don't have to buy anything or donate anything to support the podcast. A simple rating of this podcast, wherever you can rate it, is a great way to support subscribing to the podcast. If you're not subscribed, sharing sharing this episode and sharing the podcast out. These are ways that you can support the podcast free and they're just as appreciated as you buying something or donating something. All right. Until next time, until next episode, you hear from me when you hear from me. Peace out.